Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. It's the first week of summer, and the weather is beautiful. You're traveling down the avenue in your hometown. Summer camps have started, and frankly, going back to school is the last thing on your priority list right now. And as you travel down the avenue, this time, you're not the driver. You gaze over at the driver's seat and you wonder, where has the time gone? You see, this time, you're looking at your teenaged son or daughter behind the wheel, gripping the steering wheel as you are the parent, helping them get the experience to maneuver through traffic as they learn how to drive. Your child is now a student driver Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and I am so happy that you're joining me today. We're back inside the studio, and we're going to talk about the student driver. Well, maybe we're going to include not only the student driver, but how to operationalize a mindful mindset when we are the parent helping our student driver. And not just in a car, but let's think a little bit broader in life. Okay? But first, before I go any farther, I'd like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And thank you, Mary Lou and Sam, my producers, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you're at. Let's get started. So, yeah. Here we are, summertime, and your son and your daughter have now reached the age of learning how to drive. And they've been waiting all year long for this moment. And you're kind of reflecting back and how fast they have grown. And all the mindfulness information that you've learned where is it 
You know, it's easy to practice mindfulness in the garden. A few episodes, I shared information about mindfulness, awareness in the garden. And it was so awesome listening to the birds, looking at the development of the different vegetables and just taking in that present day, that present moment beauty. But what about now? You're in the you're in the passenger seat and your child is a little bit nervous. And you are trying your best to remain calm. You know, that calm voice. And you've practiced. They've practiced in the parking lot. They've read the material. They've been on simulators. But it's different. It's different when we get out in the active traffic. We we do have to be aware that probably as your son or your daughter is driving, it's probably not the best time to point out how beautiful the trees and the flowers are because you don't want them to get distracted. On the other hand, allowing yourself to exert and maybe show anxiety, nervousness, frustration, or even over-enthusiasm is not very helpful either because the young driver is very, very focused and they are hyper-aware of every voice tone that you are speaking. You've probably had the prep talk with your son or your daughter about if it's necessary, we're going to pull on the side in a parking lot or on the side of the road where we're safe. Now, you don't want them to feel that they know it all. We don't want them to be overconfident because driving and learning how to drive is a matter of getting experience. And that's why we're in the car, for example. Now, your child is getting experience. And you know that in order for them to feel comfortable and in order for them to build safe driving habits, they have to get out in the active traffic. But are we going to guide them to a busy street at first or a busy highway? I don't think so because we don't want to squash 
their confidence. We want to build their confidence. So we're very mindful of the words that we say and the tone that we say it in. We want to use a lot of positive and encouraging words and maybe have some code words so that you and your child can use if they get in a little trouble and they feel they have to turn into that parking lot for safety and catch their breath. Yes, it's easy to practice mindfulness when we're walking in the park, when we're not distracted, and we can concentrate and be aware of the breath. And we can stop and we can touch the different flowers or whatever's in the environment. We can appreciate the different textures and the beauty. Right now, we can appreciate the tone that we can use to bring calmness in that car. We can be aware of our bodily motions. When our young driver is driving, we want to be aware if we're pressing on that imaginary brake on our side and the passenger side, or clutching the door or the dashboard. We're aware of those of those movements and we don't want to cause any anxiety or fear so we we relax and we use our words and we try to um, have a tone that is calm and inviting and relaxing. And so we we can use mindfulness in that type of environment. Let's go a little bit farther because it's more than just about driving. Our young driver is learning new driving habits. And it's not always going to be smooth. Mistakes will happen. And so helping our young driver to problem solve and to recover from a, a, a mistake in a safe way and not cause any harm. The mindfulness practice is similar to the young student driver. We practice mindfulness. We've learned about mindfulness. We've been to conferences about mindfulness. And then when we step into the highway, so to speak, in the active life, the active traffic of life, and 
we realize that we have to think and concentrate and focus on whatever situation is at hand, whatever profession that you may be in, whether it's health care or um, retail or um, any kind of service position and you're dealing with people. And when we're dealing with, with people, it is a helpful strategy to have a flexible and positive mindset. And sometimes that may be a little bit difficult. And so using the mindfulness practice helps us maintain that helpful, compassionate, kind mindset. But it's not always that easy because we can get in a situation so fast, whatever it may be, that it catches us off guard. For example, you may have a child or children and in this first week of summer, they're back at summer camp. They have been waiting to go to camp all year long. The last week of school seemed treacherous because they've been anticipating summer. And I think um, this summer in particular was more significant because as our world opened up again from the pandemic situation, many children were at home with distance learning and if they were going in person school there were different restrictions, temperature checks, all kind of different things were going on. That was different than previous years. And so going to a camp, being with friends, and just concentrating on learning to be social again is something that the children were looking forward to. And maybe so were you, so, so was I. But we remember that even if we've taught our children mindfulness techniques, awareness, breathing, they're back on that active road again. And with the excitement and with the sensitivity to how to interact with others face-to-face has been a little bit challenging. And so many times, you know, the children have to get reacquainted with learning how to interact with each other. Now, 
Zoom has been wonderful. It has really encouraged our world to learn a different way of doing business, of learning. But some of the face-to-face and personal interactions have gotten a little bit rusty. And so the summer camps are helping our children kind of re-enter that social environment. And so, for example, my son went to summer camp. He's in summer camp. And, you know, you've got to know your children. I thought it would be a good idea for him to journal. And so one of the things that I'm in encouraging him to do that when he comes home is to journal about what went good during his day and what didn't go so good during his day. I'm encouraging him to draw pictures of what does that feeling look like if you had to draw a picture and then write out the words uh, and explain uh, what your feelings were like. And when you weren't um, having such a good day or a good moment, what did that look like? And write out the words. And what he found was he has on his list a whole lot more of good and positive things that's going on in camp compared to things that were not so good. And so, you know, this exercise is helping him to reflect and to grow and learn for the next day. It's just like our young student driver. We're giving them experience. They're in the active highway. And we're giving them a chance. If they need to, if they feel a little bit overwhelmed to turn into a parking lot, to go to the side of the road and reflect and to think about how can I do this a little bit better? What am I anxious about? What am I uncomfortable about? What do I need more practice? And then allow them to practice and then get back on that road with mindfulness practice. I invite you to reflect. It's the same, the same process. What am I doing well as I'm sitting in this parent seat of my young driver who's learning how to drive? What can I do better? How can I reflect a more calm, compassionate um, demeanor so that my young driver can be a safe and confident driver. And if the time comes when they have to problem solve, that they will make the right decision. And with that, the mindfulness practice is just not about walking on the beach, which is nice, or walking in the garden which I love. 
but we're taking it with us. It's a lifestyle change. It's more than a relaxation method. It is a relaxation method that brings us to calmness where our calmness is our strength and it brings out positive outcomes. Thank you so much for joining me today in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. And I look forward to talking with you again next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.